Speaking of losers, I mean, speaking of winners, Mark Rosen. Well, he didn't win the bet with you last night. Oh, that's so right. So he's a loser of the bet. Oh, that's right. We had a bet, didn't we? Did it get reported on um, on Power Trip Power Bets? Trip Bets Twitter. I saw, yeah, you won your 12 bucks. Very good. I like this. Can it be? There's an old saying when you're playing poker, and this could probably do with basketball bets as well. If after a while you don't know who the fish is, it's probably you. Full circuit to Mark Rosen. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. I don't want to go to a dinner and movie with you. I just want to hook up with you. Uh, certainly not. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. A bunch of knuckle-dragon, yeah. mouth-breathing yeah. idiots. Hey, if you're looking for accuracy, turn the dial. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. All right, well, it is the eve of the 2023 NFL Draft here in lovely Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I've been stoked for it. Um, I That's why we're recording a night early because, uh, you know, the... Uh, we, I I just I just can't miss it. I don't think I'm going to go tomorrow night, but um I just I I can't miss the uh the first round um to record a ridiculous podcast like this. Uh, Smitty, are you excited for the draft? I of course I am. And as we're recording this the night before, I'm guessing most of our listeners are going to take this in either on the day of or maybe even the day after. But the NFL draft has always been something that I don't intend on watching, but I inevitably I turn it on and I spend the next four hours of my life just engulfed and 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 engorged, frankly, and unable to turn the channel at that point. It's great drama for men, that's for sure. So <laughs> I'm uh yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Should be a lot of fun, and we're gonna have a ton of draft talk today. Um not only um, are a lot of the bets focused around the NFL draft, we are going to do the first ever bets and quotes uh, annual mock draft. So that's right, folks. You know, I, I know Meat Sauce and Lieber did one. They're doing the Power Trip mock draft tomorrow morning. Um, everybody it seems has their own mock draft, and I figured, uh, you know, this is actually your idea, Smitty. I, a great idea for us to uh, to get in on the bandwagon as well. So we'll be doing that later in the episode, but. Another highlight of this episode, uh, this is actually episode number 200 in the history of the Bets and Quotes podcast. So obviously a huge shout out to um, your predecessor, Dave, um, who uh, who was on a ton of these episodes. And of course, uh, shout out to you as well, Smitty, for, uh, for becoming Power Trip Quotes and taking over that vital role on the Bets of Quotes podcast. So uh, so thank you for being a part of history, episode number 200 on the Bets and Quotes podcast. And I would say probably a relatively small part of history. Obviously, Dave put in a lot more time. I'm, I don't know what the breakdown is of episodes, but I'm sure he's done probably about nine times as much as I've done. And you've been here from the beginning and it, from now from behind the scenes, I, I realize how much work you put into this uh, bets and just the production value and the sound bites that you're always downloading and all the ideas you have. And so I think you deserve, at least from my perspective, way more than half of the credit. I'm thinking probably more about 80 or to 90% of the credit. So congrats to you, sir. Well, well, way too kind. And I, um, if you told me at the beginning we'd be around for 200 episodes, I would have absolutely been shocked. Um, I would have put the over under somewhere probably in the twenties, but 
We have survived. You know, a lot of power trip related podcasts have not survived uh, to episode number 200. And I actually have a breakdown of the, uh, the, the power trip related podcasts um, and, and how many episodes they got to. So um, the, uh, the leader of the pack of these is uh, Carly, uh, Carly Zucker. Um, she, um, you might remember her, uh, overtime with Carly Zucker, uh, that was actually aired on, um, aired on KFAN and, um, was available as a podcast. Uh, Carly got to 115 episodes. So, um, pretty, pretty impressive total there for the, uh, the overtime with Carly podcast. The Spirit of Hockey podcast. Uh, do you remember these? Did you ever listen to the Spirit of Hockey? I am going to have to admit that I did not get into that one. <laughs> that was uh, the Parrish and Fletcher podcast uh, that they did together. Um, little, a, a lot of hardcore hockey talk. Um, I listened to uh, several episodes of that when I needed the the old hockey fix, but um, they didn't quite make it to 100. They, uh, they finished with 98 episodes of the Parrish and Fletcher podcast, which, quite frankly, is probably 97 episodes more than I could stand to do a podcast <laughs> with Fletcher. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> got to well, 98. Speaking, uh, speaking of Paul Fletcher, I think Mr. Z and Paul Fletcher had a, a movie podcast for a while. As a matter of as a matter of fact, you're right, uh, Smitty. Um, that lasted five episodes. So <laughs> they are, they're kind of down at the bottom of the list there. So, uh, yes, <laughs> you are correct there. Um, Ben Lieber had his unrestricted podcast. Um, that made it 86 episodes. Um, I don't know that that one's officially dead, but I think now that he's doing Twin Cities Live, uh, it is very much diminished, shall we say. So, um, uh, 86, uh, unrestricted podcast for Ben Lieber. Uh, tell me if you remember this one. Th- this is the one of all these on the list that I was the most disappointed to kind of see go by the wayside. Uh, do you remember John Creasel's Great Time podcast? Yes, I, I did listen to that one. I don't remember too many episodes. I'm curious how many episodes that one lasted. <laughs> that was a mere 27 episodes for John <laughs> Creasel. Um, what I loved about that, too, there were a couple times where he had like a guest scheduled or he was going to do something. And then either the guest didn't show up or it fell through. And he was just like, ah, F it. I'm just going to record an episode anyway. <laughs> and so he just kind of talked off the top of his head, which <laughs> um which is one of the reasons I am, you know, always thankful to have a uh, brilliant co-host like you and, uh, and, uh, Dave as well. Uh, cause I can't imagine doing a podcast by yourself and just talking for like 20 or 30 minutes. It just seems I, people, people get, I mean, they get sick of me fast enough anyway, even with somebody to talk to, but uh, I can't imagine by myself. <laughs> Um, do you remember this, uh, ironically named down memory lane with Mark <laughs> Rosen and lawyer Lambert? You know, I, I absolutely, I, I remember that one fondly. I, I, I really enjoyed that one. And I was, I was sad when they stopped coming up because they had some really fun topics that, you know, it, these, those two guys were a little bit older than, than we are, Chuck, but they talked about things that really resonated with me and it was sad to see him go. Yeah, they were they were they were fun. They were definitely fun, and uh, there were there were topics I was hoping they would get to as well. That uh, just things about Minnesota, um, just kind of that nostalgia effect there. Um, Down memory lane lasted exactly fourteen episodes, so that was um, uh, not even half of what Creasel got, or about half of what Creasel got to. <laughs> um, and last but not least, um, this I, I you know I, I did say I missed the Creasel one. I missed this one as well. 
the uh, now now this isn't just a single podcast. This encompasses a whole variety of different podcasts under one umbrella. I'm speaking, of course, of the Meat Sauce Podcast Network. Um, <laughs> care to take a guess on how many episodes the Meat Sauce Podcast Network, the all all, all the different podcasts under the one umbrella, put out? Oh man, I, that this is tough because I I was a huge fan of the Meat Sauce Podcast Network. I I enjoyed and I re-listened to many of these episodes. But I wonder, was it maybe about ten? <laughs> Your one one off nine was the uh, grand total <laughs> for the Meat Sauce Podcast Network, and I think all nine combined are probably less time uh, time elapsed than one episode of this show. So. <laughs> they were great. I, one of the episodes, he hyped it up and he talked about he was going to be talking to Ben Lieber. And then he asked Lieber one question and it was, you know, Ben Lieber said, yep. And then that was it. And it was it was just magic. It was comedy gold. <laughs> it was it was very enjoyable. And it uh, disappeared about as fast as it arrived. So, so yeah, so those are, you know, I just thought it'd be fun to take a look at uh, what some of the other podcasts related to the power trip have done. Uh, you know, obviously, my biggest thanks is to anybody that is crazy enough to actually listen to this after listening to the Power Trip uh, five days a week as well. Uh, you guys are amazing. Uh, it's been awesome to meet so many of you guys uh, at different functions or in Vegas or one of our Patreon events. Um, you got you guys are truly amazing, and uh, and the reason we keep doing this because I know there's at least some of you that enjoy the absolute stupidity that we put out every single week. So uh, thank you so much for listening, and hey, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll make it to 300. That'll be that'll be the next goal. We'll see if we get there. One that one that you forgot about here, Chuck, and I don't know. This is this is kind of power trip adjacent, but um, Haley and Sal Spice have a, a podcast, and this is also in the category. I think I don't think they're done, but they they haven't put one out in a while. But they've got a Sports in the City podcast that is one that is a must listen, and I think they come in at probably sixty some episodes that they've done so far. But that's another one that's that's uh, worth a listen. Yeah, I I omitted them just because I kind of felt like it was still active. So I um I, I kind of limited it to the ones that um are are definitely deceased in the uh that have passed, shall we say. So uh uh but yeah, that is uh they're yeah, they're somewhere in the uh the sixty-ish range. So yeah. Well, we've got a big show tonight. Like I said, it's very uh very draft heavy. We'll talk about that in the bets update. Uh, you got some great quotes, including, um, an absolute, um, shall we say mic drop, uh, mic drop quote that happened today, as a matter of fact. So this is very fresh. Um, in your thoughts, we are, Betts is going to go on the streets. I'm going to go out there and, uh, do some, uh, do some reporting for you. Cause, uh, damn it, no one reports in this town. And I'm about to get out there and do some reporting. And then the coup d'etat we're going to do, the first annual Bets and Quotes mock draft tonight. And then you got some notes for us in Quotes Notes. So let's get rolling, as always, with a Bets update. And this is very draft heavy. In fact, that's all I'm really going to focus on for the bets update because that's about the only um, active open bets that are close to being resolved right now. So we've actually got four bets for the draft, which is pretty cool. It's uh, good to have a little bit of action. Um, I, of course, have some uh, some side bets myself on the draft. Um, should be an exciting time. Um, a lot. You never know what's going to happen. NFL draft. 
We'll start at the uh, at the top with uh, some of the ones that uh, maybe um, are pretty uh, are pretty clear which way they're going to go. Starting with, of course, hockey versus Rosie Sauce, Corey and Lieber. That Tanner Morgan is somehow going to get picked higher than twenty seven uh, <laughs> tomorrow night. Um, you know. Corey says it can't be 0%. Uh, I, I cannot imagine the bizarre set of circumstances that would have to occur for Tanner Morgan to get picked um, as one of the uh, top 26 picks tomorrow. But uh, I, I, I think Hawk's going to be out about $200 tomorrow night, Smitty. Well, I, I'll admit, so in my extensive research that I did for our own mock draft that we'll be doing later in this show, which, by the way, first annual bets and quotes mock draft i'm super excited i was looking at quarterbacks and tanner morgan was listed as the 15th quarterback so if we see 15 quarterbacks go in the first 24 picks it could happen there's your scenario so because you figure four are going to go roughly in the top 10 so for 11 more to go there would have to be 11 simultaneous like season-ending, potentially career-ending injuries to other quarterbacks around the NFL that take place all all day tomorrow. So, um, so that there that that's your scenario. I, I like the way you think there. Uh, yeah, top mm-hmm. fifteen. We uh, we could we could see it happen. That's why it's not zero percent tomorrow. So, so that one's pretty much a lock. The other one that has absolutely flip flopped. Um, at the time, it looked like uh, Lieber was a little bit nuts. Um, and then he was going to lose his bet is completely flip-flopped. I'll be really shocked if Lieber doesn't win this bet now. And that, of course, is Will Levis versus uh, Richardson, sauce with uh, Richardson. Um, you know, the rumors are Richardson's going to slide. As a matter of fact, I bet um, the over on him being picked at seven and a half. Um, but, uh, you know, there are all sorts of rumors out there um, that uh, that Anthony Richardson will be the quarterback to slide. In fact, he might be the quarterback the Vikings trade up for potentially. But, um, yeah, it appears that Will Levis is going to go ahead of Anthony Richardson um, tomorrow night. So that would be advantageous to Lieber on that one. Um, the over-under on quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Uh, this is a really kind of, it's kind of a funny one because the number is four and a half. Obviously, there's going to be four that go. Uh, the big four quarterbacks will all go in the first round. This all, this, what this is, is really, is Hendon Hooker going to get drafted in the first round or not? That's what this all comes down to. And if he is, he's going to be drafted late in the first round. So there should be some drama around this one. We should have four quarterbacks picked well into the 20s. And that's just a question of does see, does some team, you know, either take a quarterback late, which all the top teams probably won't. So it, it would mean basically a trade by one of the teams back into the first round to try and get that fifth year option on Hendon Hooker. So, uh, interesting one there. Uh, Smitty, if you had to guess, would you go over or under four and a half quarterbacks in the first round? Oh, who can say? And that's, you know, what it's been a common theme, whether it's meat sauce or Ben Lieber, but they keep saying, but that's what's so fun. That's what's so unpredictable about the draft. Gun to my head, I guess I'd go with the over, but who knows? That's that's why we watch, right? Indeed. Yeah, I, I'm guessing over because I do think somebody will take it. They'll want that fifth year on Hendon Hooker, even though he's 25 years old. But um, yeah, that that'll that'll definitely be dramatic. I think that'll be that'll be really tight tomorrow. Um, potentially right up until the very last pick of the first draft, first round. 
And the last one for the draft tomorrow night, and this one I think will definitely, this is by far the one that's the most interesting to me, is uh, Lieber bet that the Vikings would stay put at 23 versus Mike Musman. We've got him gambling now. This is awesome. Mike Musman <laughs> uh, said that the Vikings will trade out of 23 one way or the other. Either they'll trade up or trade down, uh, but one way or the other, they will trade that 23rd pick. Uh, so, uh so yeah, Mus is Mus is getting involved in the action. Um I I really hope that if they like one of the quarterbacks um uh, that potentially could slide, uh that they do trade up and pull the trigger on it. My guess is that they do trade back at some point. I like again, gun to my head. We're in a lot of the gun to head situations tonight, but gun to my head, I would uh I would bet that the Vikings do trade back tomorrow night. Um, and move this pick. I will, uh, you know, I'll be a little bit surprised if they're still sitting at 23, but uh, again, that's, what's going to make it interesting. Should make this bet fun to watch. All right. And the only other bet I've got this week um, is Tommy got involved in the action. And this is for next year's draft. So again, keeping with the draft theme, Tommy bet that Tyler Newbin would be a first round pick next year. Um, obviously a member of the Gopher secondary. Tommy thinks Tyler Newbin is going, uh, going to get picked in the first round versus meat sauce that he is not. Um, is Tommy crazy Smitty or is Tommy crazy like a Fox? Well, he's definitely crazy in some form. I'll admit <laughs> Tyler Newman is not a name that stands out to me. And I'm a, I'm a pretty big Gopher fan, but I, I don't see him going in the first round. Yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch. I mean, he's currently projected about round two or round three. I mean, he's you know, he's got a year to play. He could definitely make a breakthrough. But, you know, we saw what happened to Tanner Morgan when Tanner Morgan was potentially projected that high and uh, went the absolute opposite way. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I think Sauce definitely has the advantage there. But good on Tommy for uh, for getting yet another long-term gopher bet into the books. Um, Tommy well, is always representing the Gophers, and I, I, I worry that they've got such a a more difficult schedule next year that just the overall record of the Gophers not being that great might be another thing that would bring that that value down. Definitely, yeah, you're playing tougher competition. Uh, it doesn't bode as well for individual statistics or uh, scouting reports. So, yeah, that could uh, that could hurt uh, Mr. Newbin for sure. Uh, last thing I was going to mention, um, we mentioned this two weeks ago that I was back on the bet the road team bandwagon, in the NHL playoffs. Uh, if you've been following me at all on Twitter, you've been seeing, um, lots of positive tweets as far as bet the road team goes. Um, it's been good so far. We're really, really early yet. Uh, we're still not out of the first round, although the first round is about half the games. Um, so far as of, uh, right now, uh, the, uh, the road teams are 21 and 14. So seven games above 500, which is good. Cause if you remember when I break this down, uh, you don't even have to go 500 to win this bet, uh, because to, to overall profit from this bet because you get plus odds, uh, overall. The average odds I've gotten so far on the 35 games is plus 119. So on the uh, the 21 games I've won, I have averaged about plus 119. So um, that puts me actually way ahead of just the uh, just the seven games. So so far so good. Uh, I'm feeling good about it. I'm not going to alter the strategy the rest of the way. Um, we'll see. We'll see where I end up. Uh, the trend is good. I, sh- I hopefully uh, I'll end up on top. Hopefully end up way on top. But uh, that's uh, that's to be seen. But this is this is about the best year uh, or the best start I've ever seen on Bet the Road team. So 
Um, I'll take it. Um, uh, keep following along. Uh, hopefully it continues to be good news for the road teams, except, um, Friday night when we want the, uh, we want the road team that's coming up from Dallas to get their asses kicked. Uh, but yep, you, um, you beat me to it. We want the road <laughs> team to lose the next one, but then win the one after that in our series. Exactly. I'll be happy to go 500 on those two bets. That's for sure. All right. Well, that will do it for the bets update. Let's get to those quotes. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. <laughs> bang and lung darts whale. All right. Well, our. Number three quote of the week comes uh, from a discussion about some old, well, I shouldn't say old, some uh, vintage rock music uh, between Mike Musman and our friend John Creasel. Did you like Great White and Firehouse? I did, I did. I like a lot of hockey stuff. Muss and I are on the same page. We had Jackal and Password. Oh, yes. Didn't Great White turn into Firehouse? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Off the top rope. Still got it. Wearing a donkey costume. Still got it. Still got it. <laughs> yeah, at the end of his long, tired shift, Crease is still firing bullets. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll admit, I wasn't, I wasn't very familiar with this, so I looked it up and I saw that this was, it was really a big deal. There were lots of people who died in this tragedy, but fortunately, we're making light of this situation with our quote of the week nominee. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you ever, if you ever want to watch something really disturbing, there's a uh, there's camera footage of like the pretty much well, uh, really the whole thing. But uh, if you just watch like the first seven to ten minutes, it's uh, it's shocking, uh, really. So, yeah, um, the Rhode Island nightclub fire. Um, it's there's a couple documentaries out on it. It's a pretty sad thing. I will say on an interesting related note to this, I once saw Firehouse open for Warrant. Um, and Warrant had pyrotechnics that when they shot him off, got stuck in the ceiling and started a very small fire. Now, this is before the Rhode Island nightclub fire. So we're all like, cool, man. This is awesome. <laughs> the roof's on fire, man. Nobody even thought about trying to get out of the place. So, uh, so yes, uh, apparently, uh, firehouse is definitely tied to a lot of fire. Yikes. So that could have been you. Yeah, hopefully uh yeah, I think <laughs> it would have been me, Janie Lane, the whole crew. It would have it would have not been good. All right. Well, <laughs> our our number 2 quote of the week this week uh actually was tied in with one of my quotes notes from last week and the the uh Emmy award winning show Which T Words. He pimp slapped somebody. Yeah, yeah. he pimp slapped one of the witches. One of the witches, and then he covered it with a acne, hmm. covered him with acne, and he caught on fire. He you said, just never know what's going to happen on witch keywords. God, you love witch. I keywords. love it. I think this episode is called Deserve Witch oh. better have my money. Is yeah, <laughs> witch money. <laughs> <laughs> witch better have my money. <laughs> and you could tell Max was trying to get in with this quote a couple times, and they kept talking over him, but he he got it in. <laughs> I think Max always gets it in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And of Rosie. course that brings us, you alluded to it already, but this is this is a quote that will probably end up as one of the top seeds in the quote of the year tournament that I will be coming out with uh later this summer, but 
you know how it is john creasel losing limbs or divorce it's got to be one of those two let's hear it people who went to the hospital because a ring got stuck on their finger <laughs> okay uh, no that one came off Remember we said we were going to do this? Yes. And we'll be back after this. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a great quote, and I love the way they played it. Like, they, yep, they just cut to commercial. We can't top that. Uh, no comment necessary. Away we go. That was fantastic. And um, this is one that I'll admit I was driving to work at the time when I heard this quote. And so instead of listening on the iHeart app that I usually listen in the morning, I was listening on the radio and I knew there was a delay on iHeart. So I'll admit that I was uh, I was driving to work and I pulled out my phone and I pulled up the iHeart radio app so I could start recording. So I'd be able to get this one out um, quicker than usual because I knew that this was going to be a candidate this week. <laughs> well that is uh work, job well done um your your sacrifice is uh is definitely appreciated and um i will i will definitely sheepishly admit to uh i have live tweeted uh many bets before <laughs> while driving so uh yeah that uh um, i i feel i feel where you're coming from you just sometimes you just have to get it out there hey it's part of the job description <laughs> that's right well, awesome. Those are, uh, those are some great quotes and patented, uh, bets and quotes, uh, podcast. We have a live score update. Ladies and gentlemen, the Florida Panthers have defeated the Boston Bruins in overtime in Boston. Yes, that's another road victory. Happened to be plus 205. Thank you, Panthers. Uh, Florida <laughs> wins four to three in overtime. Road teams are now 22 and 14. It's time for the weekly segment of your thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. For our next feature, we are going with a bets on the street update. And so our correspondent bets, I believe you are at a hockey game currently. Is that correct? That is right, Smitty. I am at game six of the Dallas Stars facing your Minnesota Wild. Um, to say, you know, a lot of times we'll do this bit and, uh, you know, we'll We'll, we'll claim that there's a lot of pandemonium, and, you know, maybe there's not quite as much pandemonium as we say there is. But let me tell you, Game 6 of an NHL playoff series, it is absolute pandemonium like I have never seen before. This crowd is insane. They are amped up. Um, you, you can probably hear them in the background, but this is, this is nothing, like, nothing like I've ever seen before. This this is crazy, uh, Betts. This is unprecedented, I believe, that it, depending on when people are listening to this podcast, they may be listening to a hockey game that's happening in the future. But what I know is that this hockey game is happening at the Excel Center, and I know you live in Kansas City, so you made the trip all the way to uh, the Excel Arena in St. Paul? Well, that's the thing, Smitty. I'm not, I'm not at the Excel Energy Center. I did make the trip up to Minnesota for this game because obviously the Wilder are at home for game six. But I'm in Maple Grove, Minnesota, because um, as, uh, as, as a lot of people are now finding out, they have decided to play game six in Chris Hockey's backyard. This is, uh, this is a setup like I've never seen before. Uh, 
They 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 managed to construct this rink in, in just 48 hours. The ice is um, well, it's a little bit questionable. I mean, the ice itself is pretty pristine. I'm seeing dog droppings all over the place. However, and that's causing you know just just a little bit of discomfort among the the players here during warmups. But um, yeah, the, the the fans are just crammed in here. The parking in Wicklow Meadows is unlike anything you've ever seen. I mean, there, there's triple parking. And then there's what what we've got going out there right now. I mean, cars are literally stacked on top of one another. Um, I just I, I don't I don't know where all these people managed to park to get in here, but this crowd is a frenzy, um, and uh, and hockey's backyard is rocking like it probably hasn't since the early nineties. That 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 sounds crazy, and and I imagine with with the location there, like at an NBA game, you've got the courtside seats. I imagine the the rinkside seats. There must be Chris Hockey must be there with a bunch of his friends. Um, to be to be perfectly honest with you, um, I've been looking around because you know I drove all the way up here. Uh, I want to say hi to Chris. I have yet to see Chris um, at all, and you know I've. I've gone around the crowd because, you know, lots of people, lots of listeners are here, you know, lots of Power Trip fans are out here. Uh, I've talked to quite a few people. No one has seen Chris Hockey uh, at all, uh, not not a sign of him. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised. I might go, uh, might go ring the doorbell here during intermission. But, um, yeah, I have, I have yet to see uh, see Chris Hockey. I'm going to... I'm gonna try and um, and peer like I'm, I'm kind of blocked here where I'm at with the uh, with the stands the way they've got them configured here. I try and step out here and just look up towards the house and um, it, I oh I do see the drape. Oh, that looks like yeah. Oh, he he briefly peered out the back window for a split second, <laughs> kind of like Judge Breinhold uh, in Fast Times at Ridgemont High style. But um, yeah, he he, uh, he immediately closed the uh, closed the shade again, and uh, there, there's absolutely no sign of him. Well, maybe if you had behaved more like Phoebe Cates from Fast Times, then maybe he would have looked. Uh, well, I, I do have a set of hoots on me, so uh, maybe we can <laughs> uh, maybe we can make that work here. Uh, it's a it's a little bit chilly out here, you know. You guys, you guys have had uh, quite the cold weather. That's why this ice is is actually holding up really well, save for the dog poop, but. Um, yeah, I, uh, I might be a little bit chilly. My, my hoots might be a little bit perky, um, although um, something tells me that uh, hockey would not be opposed um, as, as much charmed as he's watched. <laughs> That's probably true. Well, I'm sure I'm sure hockey's going to come out there since the game is literally in his backyard. Yeah, um, I, I, to be perfectly honest with you, as quickly as he shut that shade, um, I'm going to put it even money that uh, that Chris Hockey is not even going to go to a hockey game, a playoff hockey game, in his own backyard. This is Ben Bets on the Streets. All right, well, I am back in Kansas City. Uh, you know, we, uh, we need to, uh, to do this mock draft right. Um, I put in a ton of research. I know you have too, Smitty. Um, super excited to do the first annual bets and quotes mock draft, NFL mock draft, um, for you guys. Uh, you know, I, um, oh my God, I just, I just love this sound. That means somebody's about to get picked. Lives are about to be changed. And um, tonight, we're the ones changing the lives. And, you know, for, for pick number one, um, this, this is, this is there's, there's no other choice here. Uh, this is beyond obvious. 
who you've got to go with. I mean, this pick is like, if, if you pass on this guy, this is like having the number one draft pick for the penis selection and going with Tommy Olsen. I mean, you there. I have a guy that there is absolutely no way you're, you're going to... This this guy is going to change, fran, change the face of this franchise um, and lead them to greater new heights. Um, the Carolina Panthers have really struggled the last few years, ever since kind of Cam Newton... Um, you know, kind of lost it and uh, went off the deep end there. Um, you know, and Cam was awesome um, for the for the years where he was in his prime, but ever since then, Carolina has struggled. They are absolutely going with quarterback, and you know they're they're going to pick a guy. I mean, put it this way: if you could only pick one, like you know, let's say you could only pick one person to follow on Twitter, and you chose Hussy Van. I mean, that's the kind of mistake you cannot be making at the 2023 NFL Draft. You have to go with the guy that I am uh, about to name here. There, you, ha- you have no other choice. You know, um, I uh, not only is this the right pick for the Carolina Panthers, this is the pick that is going to happen. I mean, I, I have zero doubts that this is the pick that will happen. It's, n- it's not that it should happen because it definitely should happen. This absolutely will happen. If you had to bet money on this, um, I have a bet on this guy. Um, but if you had to bet money on this, you absolutely should. Not betting on this guy would be like if I gave you $100 and you bet it on White Bear Lake in the state hockey tournament. I mean, that that's how big of a mistake you would be making by not betting on this guy. Uh, the pick is in. With the number one pick, in the 2023 NFL entry draft in Kansas City, Missouri, the Carolina Panthers select Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. Well, wow, that's that's crazy. I don't think anyone saw that one coming, that Bryce Young would be the number one pick. But I got to say, after hearing that, the Texans are going to sprint to the podium to make their next pick. Now, I know that they need a quarterback, but... They've got another pick at 12, where there's going to be lots of quarterbacks available. And and frankly, they've got a high pick in the second round. They've got, I believe, the second pick in the second round. And as we discussed earlier, Tanner Morgan might slip down into the second round, and they could just grab him then. So I'm going to go a little bit off the board here and go away from a quarterback. The person that I'm talking about here, you know, if I'm looking at a quarterback, I'm thinking about the, the deep balls and the grip strength and the hand span and... Oh, sorry, never mind. I'm looking at uh, Hockey Sisters notes here for, for their draft picks. But the the person that I'm thinking about is, is if, if I could describe them in three words, it would be incredible and A+, plus and, and, well, incredible. Th- those are the three words that describe this person. This, this guy, he cuts through the B-gap into the pocket on end tackle twists. And I don't know what that means, but I looked it up on, on CBS Sports this afternoon, and it, it seems like a really good thing. And so I'm going to go with, well, let's just say the pick is in. With the second pick in the first annual Bets and Quotes NFL Draft, the Houston Texans select Tyree Wilson, 6'6", 271. That's a huge bitch. Defensive end from Texas Tech. That is a huge bitch, and uh, yeah, I, I really like that pick. Uh, I, I think he nailed it there. Uh, you know, he, he's got he's got all the inside moves. I think he's going to be shooting every single a gap 
uh, up and down the league, on the field, off the field. Uh, I think there, there's nothing but a lot of A-gap shooting coming out of Tyree. Um, uh, I, I'm, I, I, you've, got, you've got to be pleased with that pick. Yep, he is shooting all the gaps. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, the first annual Bets and Quotes NFL Mock Draft. Uh, Smitty, you know, a, a lot of the mock drafts out there, you know, they, they might get a pick here and there correct. I don't think there's any mock draft that is going to nail every single pick that they made. Um, I, 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 I'm feeling pretty good. I, I, I think we nailed it. I like our chances, to be honest. All right. Well, uh, tune in tomorrow night. Hopefully, hopefully you get a chance to hear this before the draft um, so that you can, you can follow along and, and see if we can nail every single pick of our, of our mock draft. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we're the betting favorite. That's for sure. I've paid my dues, quote after quote. I can't form a sentence, but I can take down a note. The guy's making bets. Sauce found a girl too. And now that bitch, Carol Baskin, owns Joe Exotic Time for quotes, notes, my friends. And I'll keep on rambling to the end. It's time for quotes, notes. It's time for quotes, notes. Clay Travis is a fucking loser. Yes, it's time for quotes, notes. On the show. All right. What have you got for us this week in quotes notes? All right. So first thing, um, the, the donkey bet payoff happened in the last couple of weeks. And so we haven't had a chance to talk about it, but I thought the overnight show was actually really quality. They, I, I didn't listen live to it, but I caught a lot of it on the podcast and it was, it was kind of fun. It was, um, obviously Corey and Zach and, and, um, and Creasel and, and, and listening to them chat, it was just kind of like hanging with the guys. Did you get a chance to listen to any of that? Yeah. I, I ultimately podcasted the whole thing and, um, listened to it over the course of a few days. And yeah, I, I have to agree. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. I didn't know. Um, you know, really what they had in mind, but they just chit chatted about pretty much anything and everything. And it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun to listen to. I didn't feel like it dragged at all. I thought, you know, maybe they did have Marnie call in at one point, um, you know, after the, uh, the late Wolves game there. Um, uh, but, you know, I, I thought maybe they'd have a few more, um, like overnight call ins or have some things scheduled, but no, it was, it was mostly just the three of them. And I, I thought they really, really carried it. Well, I was, I was definitely impressed by it. Um, lots of fun to l- listen to. Like I said, I, I listened to the whole thing. I didn't get like 10 minutes into it and go, okay, this isn't going to be worth it. And then it was kind of fun too. Cause like Hawk and sauce joined uh, kind of towards the end after they got into the studio and um, yeah, it was, it was, it was really well done. And I, um, yeah, kudos to them for, uh, for putting on a good show and uh, keeping the energy level up for sure. 
Yeah, and there were even a few quote of the week candidates. They did a, a uh, comprehensive breakdown of shower behaviors that <laughs> uh, that didn't quite make the cut for me because I wasn't sure if it was eligible, but um, some good stuff there. Yeah, and you'll um, um, there was also a line uh, that'll be a liner um, on this podcast at some point when Corey talked about tucking. So uh, yeah, look for, look for that in a future episode. Very good, very good. Uh, my next quote note is about just the the mustache game uh meat sauce's mustache is coming in great chris hockey's looks fantastic mark parish if you didn't tell me that he had a mustache i wouldn't notice because it's so <laughs> thin but they they're all doing a great job and it's for a good cause yeah for sure um i i will still be perfectly honest um i flipped on the uh the live stream of sauce and nordo doing their nfl draft breakdown tonight uh, it's still jarring to me every time I see Sauce, like either an Instagram picture or like tonight, you know, I was just expecting, I, I don't know what I was expecting. I tuned in and yeah, it's like, I completely forgot he was just a mustache now. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's jarring every time I see him, but yes, well done. Great cause. Um, and yeah, he, he, he can definitely grow the, the old, uh, the old mustache. That's he's well done. Yeah. Good. Good for him. I, it's, it's something that I'm not capable of. I tried it once and I decided I looked too much like my dad and I shaved it <laughs> off right away. <laughs> and then, uh, my last quotes note for the night is just they've been talking about some different things, but the fugitive has come up a couple times and I, I was kind of happy to hear how much Tommy Olson loves the fugitive and, uh, if you haven't seen it, man, the fugitive, it's, it's a plus. I don't know if it's, if it's incredible, but it's a plus and it definitely holds up. I've enjoyed watching that with my kids and, uh, super movie. Have you, I, I assume you've seen the fugitive. I have not. And it is the sad thing is it's right in my wheelhouse. It's exactly the kind of like sort of thriller movie. I think that, um, that I would like, you know, um, uh, just a lot of mystery suspense. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I like the characters. I mean, everything about it is in my wheelhouse. I just never have actually seen it. So, um, yeah, I'll add that to the old list. Uh, that's, that's one I will see versus like Titanic, which I absolutely refuse to ever see. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Your, your homework assignment for two weeks from now is to watch The Fugitive. Yeah. And I still have to watch like seven days to Vegas too. Cause Ryan told me I needed to watch that. Um, so mm-hmm. those are, those are like the top two on my list uh, right now to watch. Now, there you go. Yeah. And then, uh, my, my thought was, uh, from today's show, actually, we got a lot of very current content on the podcast tonight, uh, from today's show, uh, meat sauce and the whole target bit. I think, I think that's genius. Like me, if meat sauce became known as like the target bit comedian, uh, I think that would be hilarious. Cause, uh, you know, obviously the, his, his one target line always makes us laugh, but he was actually, you know, kind of coming up with some, some decent, uh, material obviously needs to be reworked and refined a little bit. Uh, but the coup de gras was the, uh, have you ever been to Target and gone home without the initials game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was, uh, that, that was pretty brilliant. Um, uh, a shot, uh, definitely at <laughs> Corey. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was a really good line. Um, I thought he, uh, I thought it was a good little, uh, prod back at Corey for all the shots that he has to take on a daily basis. And I don't, I don't know if he meant it as a shot, but, um, Corey took it as a shot and kind of <laughs> fired back a little bit. And that was, that was a very fun interaction. 
Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so yeah, if you have, uh, if you have, uh, ideas for target bits for meat sauce, start firing them away. I would, I would absolutely go to, if, if meat sauce said he was going to do a 45 minute set of nothing but target stuff, uh, I, w- I would definitely be there. May- and maybe that's, you know, cause they keep talking about, well, you know, his act only plays to, you know, a, a power trip audience and it wouldn't play anywhere else. I mean, if he develops kind of like a target bid, maybe, you know, maybe that's his opportunity to, uh, to get outside of the, uh, the power trip world and, uh, take his, uh, stand-up career even farther. Who knows? Yeah. But so my wife works for Target and every year they have the, the, the annual meeting and they, they legitimately fill up Target state, uh, Target Center and they've had Taylor Swift. They've had Pearl Jam. They've had, um, um, Coldplay come in and perform. But I wonder if maybe Meat Sauce could perform stand up at a Target annual meeting. How meta would that be if <laughs> Meat Sauce did the, a 45 minute set at the Target annual meeting with his Target bit? That would be, oh, that would be amazing. I'd have to figure out a way to, uh, to scalp a ticket and get in there. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for this week's show. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And we said it at the beginning, we were talking about the 200th episode, but, uh, this is really all about you guys. I mean, uh, I figured, uh, I, I've, I've told you and I told Dave when um, we started the podcast that it was kind of my goal to get like, you know, 30 or 40 like regular listeners that, you know, um, that, that like the show and that we could just interact with a lot. And, um, you know, when I started seeing downloads like in the several hundreds and then, you know, some of our, more interesting episodes like hockey's interview or Corey's interview moose soup lady where we got to like you know 2000 downloads it was it it blows my mind that that many people would uh listen to this uh this craziness or this um stupidity or whatever you want whatever you want to call this podcast the uh the podcast about a podcast uh it just it just blows my mind so thank you guys so much for continuing to listen to this nonsense um you know we just uh we love you guys we love our patreon listeners we're still going to do the uh power trip style major golf bet with our patreon listeners so if you're at all if you're a patreon member and you're at all um interested in betting on golf stakes will be pretty low we're just gonna keep it at like you know maybe 10 bucks or so um just to so that that's not like a barrier for somebody to uh to do it we'd love to have as many people as possible in on that so we'll be doing that we'll talk more about that in the next episode in two weeks in the meantime smitty where can they find you at well of course you've got at um smitty on twitter for dumb lame jokes and bad uh photoshopping but if you're looking for power trip quotes at power trip quotes also on twitter all right. And I'm, of course, at Power Trip Bets on Twitter, PT Bets on Instagram. And I don't mention it enough, um, but we also do have at Bets and Quotes on Twitter as well. Don't tweet a ton from there, but um, interesting notes related to the show. So if you're listening to this and you're on Twitter, you might want to follow at Bets and Quotes as well. Thanks so much for listening. We will talk to you guys in two weeks. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye now.